This podcast may contain adult language, adult situations, spoilers, and some brief nudity, so parental guidance is adjusted. We have such sights to show you. After about five minutes of this movie, you're gonna wish you had ten beers. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria! So, what would you little maniacs like to do first? Hi, I'm Jackie. Wanna play? Oh, well. <laughs> la di da, la di da, la la. Welcome back to the Cinema Recall Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this bonus episode of the Cinema Recall Podcast. I am one of your hosts, The Vern. Now, this episode was previously on our Patreon page, again, patreon.com slash pod, and it's the episode where Ashley and I were at the Parkway Theater uh, to do an introduction before our trivia event of American Psycho that was being screened there, and what you're gonna be hearing is what our Patreon members have heard, but you get to hear now. Because uh, when we released the episode, I called it the theatrical cut, and now what you're gonna be hearing is the European cut, and there's gonna be us talking the things about the movie that were not available previously, all right? So fun, fun things, I promise you, really cool. And then after that, I'm going to be previewing for you um, our alternate version of our Clue audio drama. I'm working on putting together a new adaptation of Clue for Rabbit Hole Podcast. It's going to feature a bunch of great voice actors, but what you're going to be hearing is not going to be the official version of the audio drama, but an alternate take. And what I'm actually going to be previewing for you is like the first like 15 minutes, and then you can hear a you can hear a longer version of it uh, over on our Patreon page. Uh, and then I believe after I release the full official episode on Rabbit Hole Podcast again, RabbitholePodcast.com, then I'll be releasing on uh, both our Patreon pages uh, the alternative version. So very cool stuff there. I hope you enjoy it. And I will have more messages messages for you after we play the show. So love you all very much. So if this is your first time listening to Cinema Recall, uh, please like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms. Leave us ratings and reviews. Helps us out a whole ton. And let's get to the show. Love you very much. Goodbye. The Vern here from Cinema Recall here to tell you about Newsly. Newsly is an all-in-one audio app for your iOS and Android phone. It picks up the most trended articles on the web and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable. Stop scrolling, start listening, go to newsly.me, use the promo code RECALL, and get one month free of their premium service. Check it out, and now, back to the show. So we're back right now. We're here at the Parkway Theater, talking briefly about American Psycho. Movie came out in 2000, starring Patrick Bateman, Reese Witherspoon. Starring Patrick uh, Bateman. Sorry, not Patrick Bateman. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. As. As Patrick Bateman. There you go. Uh, Reese Witherspoon, Samantha Morton, Jared Leto, uh, 
whole bunch of people that I can't remember right at the moment because we're recording this right now in a very kind of dark room. Isn't Mr. Eyebrows I can't see. in there? The eyebrows? Yeah. Oh, Willem Dafoe? No, no, uh, Justin... Uh, Thoreau. Thoreau. He's, he's in it, right? Why do you call him the eyebrow, eyebrow guy for? Because he, he's the eyebrow actor. Eyebrow, eyebrow if actor? You, if, you look, if you look up the eyebrow actor, Justin Thoreau comes up every time. I had no idea who's that guy. He is that guy. I know Justin Thoreau from like Mulholland Drive yeah. and Charlie's Angels. Eyebrows. Eyebrows. I thought it was. Really? <laughs> Shit. That's a new thing. All right. I don't know if you knew that, but I that's what that. I'm here for. The tidbits of information that are really unnecessary. That was a pretty good tip of information that I'm sure listeners will be just excited to hear about. They will. They will be. I, actually, they, I, they are. Aren't oh. you guys? Oh. So I Aren't you? you see? <laughs> so I just remember... Uh, this book, movie being really good and I had no idea it was based on a book and then I read the book and it's quite graphic. Yeah. It gets very violent. Interesting. It's good. Uh, we mentioned before that... Uh, Do you know Gloria Gordon? Steiner? She... Yeah, well, we're good. Yes. Is this another what, one? Yeah, is this another yes, trivia yes, question? Yes, that's going to be another trivia Damn question it. here so we're going to have to... Fine, I won't say anything okay. because nobody... <laughs> we don't want anybody to overhear the answer. Well, the people that are listening to this right now, they may have some good feedback right now. They're just hearing the stuff right there. See? Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm just giving it all go. away. That's fine. And this is all shit I didn't even know was in the trivia. No. Uh, what but, did you say to me? Right <laughs> We've got a listener. Listeners, hey, we new We've fan. got somebody with big ears okay. just eavesdropping, <laughs> no trying to win that yep. sweet, sweet Funko Pop. So the Parkway Theater, they've been known for doing a lot of great uh, retro releases of movies, and mm-hmm. a lot of great events come up on Thursday nights and Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do a whole thing about uh, puppets. Yes. In the... To see the Saturdays coming up there, like with the Dark Crystal mm-hmm. and Labyrinth. Yep. Uh, they just did Muppets from Space not too long ago, mm. uh, but they're going to be playing, yeah, Great Felt Muppet Face Caper. Felt Face is going to be here? Yep, Raymond Felt Which Face. Which I've already spoken to, um, so he's going to try and get me in. <laughs> okay. No. Because uh, I really want to see it, and it's sold out. Yeah. But if you want to go to follow up to American Psycho, I would also... American Psycho too. No, I won't. With Mila Kunis? Direct to video. <laughs> I've totally forgot about American Psycho 2. Hey. That's actually... I know so much more information than you do, and I don't even... I've watched this a, movie like one time. How is that possible? That is American Psycho... Well, if you don't know about American Psycho 2, all right, and I know we're not going into much into details about American Psycho, but all you need to know about the plot is that it involves a uh, Wall Street yuppie uh, named Patrick Bateman, and he is a guy that wants to be known as popular. He's very... He's into what other people think of him. Yes, he's very sure. he's very much into like the, uh, the whole service elements of his life. Mm-hmm. And he gets so... edged up, agitated at the fact that no one is really listening to him that right. he starts killing people. Yeah, is that what... He wants to be popular. He wants to be popular so bad... That he just starts murdering people? That he starts murdering people. I mean... If that's one way to get people to really pay attention. I mean, okay, listen, if you can't. I mean, nobody's noticed people, any of the ones I've done lately. But because you, know, you had me, you had me hide you the bodies. You know who I'm, you know who I'm, what I'm killing right now? These fishnets, baby. Right, well, it's too bad our camera's not on here, because goddamn. Yeah, I, buddy. I, that no will be pictures. Part of, no pictures. See, because no, I said there will be pictures. There will be no, pictures. because here's the deal. Okay, you were. I was like, I wanted to dress up and be like, like look really good because. That's Patrick Bateman's sh- deal. Like sh- he wanted, he his outward appearance was everything. See, and I was 
drifting back and forth, and I'm like, I don't have time right now to grab. Guess who has time? You do. All right. I will. I will hold here. We're going to throw it this year. All right. I ain't over here because. You don't need my face. You just need my legs. No, I need your face too. I need. I need. My face is not that great. No, your face is amazing. Hold my drink. Hold on. What if I do one of these? No, it's too late. It's gone. I think the cool thing about American Psycho the movie is that you actually had two women ready to adapt the screenplay. Yes, and it was a screenplay and a book. It was a book that was about the defilement of women. Yes, it was right? very, very much has it in there too. Like there was like he murdered women. Solid yes. Women. But people always consider the book to be misogynistic. Misa yeah, okay, that's where I was going with And Brady Snellis never meant the book to be misogynistic. Because if anything, if you watch Patrick Bateman his actions, the dude's kind of an idiot. Yeah, he's not the smartest. So, ah. Wait, folks. Will you turn on the camera again? I can turn the camera again. All right. There you go. It's on. Are we taking the pictures again? guys well that's gonna kind of wrap up our short little episode like i said we're gonna just do a quick little was bonus it quick episode. though it was oh okay yeah it was just a little quickie <laughs> just a mini all just a little five. quickie all right you know Vern, just we're all quickie. yeah just a little just a little mini, got something to brag about a little mini quickie with <laughs> ashley and Vern. all right <laughs> just that's, what you wanted just a little midday quickie just a little midday a little afternoon delay with ashley and Vern. that's what we're here for folks but i've got nothing more to say about american sacred <laughs> right now that you haven't already seen or read about before. Uh, we'll be maybe having some videos of us doing some trivia and whatnot here at the Parkway. Again, uh, parkwaytheater.com. Check them out. They're great people. Our website is cinemarecall.net. Definitely check that out as well. I'm not quite sure how this is going to sound because I'm recording this on my computer. And in the theater. In the theater. And we don't have That's a way popcorn, to... Baby. We don't have a way to like, really control the elements around here. So... It is what it is, babe. I'll be there. All right, buddy. All right. Ladies, everyone, we love you. He loves you. I love you a long time. I don't. You don't. Oh, you do love me. <laughs> all right. Well, as long as you still love me, all right. I love you, though. All right, cool. Okay. All right. Just kidding. I love you guys too. All right. <laughs> what have you? What have you been doing, Ash? Trying to like 
fucking pay my bills and not kill myself. Well, don't kill yourself, all right? Don't tell me what to do. Uh, I'll no, live my life how I want. You, you, cannot, you <laughs> cannot go away from this earth, all right? I would I'd still be you. on the earth because souls have weight. And because of gravity, I would still be on earth. Yo. Somebody made the... Um, somebody made the... The... They made a... They were talking about how... <clears throat> Because we're always moving. Like that a circular most, pattern? Well, although we don't, because we're we're moving forward in time in space. Okay. So we're kind of doing the spiral situation outward towards space. So it's not like we're just circling the sun and staying in we're like this. We're like moving out this way. Anyway, okay. I digress. Somebody had tried to make the assumption that ghosts are not why do ghosts haunt one place? when the world is constantly moving yeah. and through space. So technically they said ghosts should be like out in the middle of space. And I was like, no, no, ghosts, souls have weight. Like when you die and then they weigh you, there's like a couple grams that is gone. It's 20 grams, right? I, don't, I think so. Yeah. So if that is true, then a soul can be held in place by gravity, right? Yeah. So it would be like anything else. It would stay right where it is on Earth, which is why souls haunt spaces. Oh. Wouldn't you think? Okay. So I wouldn't yeah. go anywhere. I just. You sit around your house. I just sit around my house. And just be right there the whole time. I you would go to like places you've never been there before. How could I? That's what I would go if I'm dying. I would go someplace I could never been there before. Go cool. Go somewhere real cool. Yeah. Be like sentient pair of shoes or something. You would want to be around. a sentient pair of shoes just, just like walking around? Part of my soul in someone's shoes or Yeah. Because your objects. soul would be in a, in a soul? I want to I want to be able to possess bodies. That's all. I want to possess people. I want to do the whole thing to possessing people. I want... Oh, don't exercise me. Uh, no. Possess? Possess, yeah, yeah. that sounds great. Just to like, you know, be inside someone's shoes right there. Like, I would... I would I'm not quite sure, but possess somebody famous. Oh, okay. All well, right? And see what it's like to... I don't know. By the time I die, I think anybody famous I wouldn't give a shit about. Because so, they'll be all dead. Because yeah. they'll all be dead, the ones that I give a shit about. That's true. So I wonder... But see, you go back in time, right? When you're a ghost, you just kind of go back in time and like... Can you go back in time? I think you can. You're a ghost. You can like go back to like the late past. Did you know that the next... They've, decide, they've, they've concluded that there are multiple dimensions and the next dimension is only like five feet over our heads. Shit. I know that. So your other you, I I always I, this is really interesting. <laughs> and you do that jolt. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I've also heard that. <clears throat> where was I going with this? Ghost. My uh, my Phil Collins has really kicked in. Okay. Um. So. Multi-dimensions, yeah. You multi dimensions, okay. Hold on, it's coming, all right. it's coming back to me. And it's all coming back to me now. It's all coming back to it's me now. It's all coming now. back to me now. I don't know the words. <laughs> okay, hold on. Something somehow. Oh, for fuck's sake. Shut up. Ghosts are coming back to Mom you now. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> Sorry. You just you pushed it all the way out of my head. All right. Sorry, guys. It's gone. Hey, Nick.
Hey, Bubba Weed. Hey, did you know this the song Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel? It was actually talking about his penis. What? The whole time? Yeah, it's, you know, he was talking about having sex. And and did you know that uh, the song Blinding Lights by The Weeknd was actually about driving under the influence? Under the influence? I figure driving because of the lights, but under the influence as well? And did you know that Weapon of Choice was actually about Dune? No, no. Now I know you're lying. It could be. And uh, at Lyrical Innuendo, we actually discuss these songs and more and decide if they are really about sex, drugs, or if they're just rock and roll. And you can find the newest episodes on Spotify and everything else at rabbitholepodcasts.com. Hey, do you have a podcast or maybe you're just thinking about starting a podcast? Well, I am Chris from Podtastic Audio, and here I show you tips and tricks on how to make your audio sound the best it possibly can with the gear you already have. With two years of experience on the Chris and Christine Show creating the finest audio I possibly can make, I will show you the tips and tricks I have used on that show to make the audio sound fantastic. So if you have any podcast-related questions to your audio, you always can email me at podtasticaudio at gmail.com and for more podtastic audio information you can go to anchor.fm slash podtastic audio and you keep on making your amazing podcast hello everybody and welcome to this edition of sporadic cast from rabbit hole podcast team uh i am the Vern. welcome to our audio uh play adaptation of clue uh, very grateful I brought in a bunch of very talented voice actors from Rabbit Hole Podcast to join me for this uh, new radio version of Clue. Uh, so I'm going to introduce a few of them right now. Um, as the role of Mr. Peacock, we have Mr. Bubbleweed. Why, hello there. Um, as the role of Miss White, we have Lisa Sally Haynes. I am being blackmailed for something I didn't do. Uh, as the role of Mr. Green, we have the one and only Nick Job. I didn't do it. As the role of Professor Plum, we have Bear. Hi. And as the role of Miss Scarlet, Heather Bassadel Walsh. As the prophet Shaggy said, it wasn't me. <laughs> uh, so. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for doing this. Uh, and let's just have fun with this. Um, make the characters your own. Um, just do whatever you want to do with the role right there. I'm very excited for this. Uh, this clue was a screenplay written by Jonathan Lynn from a story by John Lantis and Jonathan Lynn. The movie was directed by Jonathan Lynn. And I, Jason the Ferg Hammond, wrote this play adaptation. Uh, we're not making money at this, so do not sue, all right? Hello, oh, I should mention too that anytime there's like, and the quotations, there could be things for sound effects, uh, don't read those out loud, okay? Dang. Okay. Hello out there. Thank you very much for listening to this audio cassette. Not that it makes that much of a difference to me since I'm already dead, but I thank you regardless. My name is Mr. Body, and I will be your storyteller. 
I'm here to tell you about the one night where I was unrightfully murdered at a house party I attended. There are many suspects who were there that night at Hill House, but only one is the true killer. And I need your help in establishing who is the killer. Are you ready to help me out? Okay, then let's begin. Hill House is a large, imposing mansion looking very New England. We see this fancy car drive through a large gate and up to the house. A man etches the car, holding a bag, and is greeted by two large barking dogs. The man's name is Wadsworth, and I'm pretty sure he is the one that killed me. I hope these animals tear him apart. Uh, Nick, can you be Wadsworth? Since Jason's not sure. here. <coughs> Damn it, I thought a vet was going to have these dogs put in a kennel. No worries, this package I got from the butcher shop will quiet them down. Oh no, did I just step in dog crap? Maybe I can just scrape it off my shoe on this ledge here. Well done, you beautiful animals. Well done. I guess I won't sell your carcasses as food after all. The Hall of Hill House is remarkable, elegant, but not gaudy. It is furnished in dark wood and brass with, with uh, crystal chandeliers. There are several doors on each side of the hall and three at the end to the left. Lounge and dining hall. Oh. To the right, study, library, billiard room. Conservatory, ballroom, bathroom, kitchen, the stairs are located to the right. By the staircase is the door to the basement stairs. Wadsworth hangs up his coat and hat and steps briskly down the hall steps towards the library. A young and rather jittily French maid is polishing a glass. This is the vet, and my god if I died by being smothered by those deliciously huge zomgas, I would gladly walk him death. But she didn't. So I do not. Is everything ready? <coughs> Heather, can you be a vet? Since Ashley can't sure. be here. We, <clears throat> oui, monsieur. You have your instructions? We? Oui. Uh, the guests will be arriving soon. I'm going to check with the cook. But of course, monsieur. Sacre bleu. Is that dog poo? Did I step in something? Wadsworth enters the kitchen where Mr. Ho, the cook, is sharpening a large knife. Bubbly, is... you can be Mr. Ho. <clears throat> is everything all right, Ho? What did you call me? I'm sorry, Mr. Ho. Please don't point that knife at me. I meant no offense. Dinner will be ready at 7.30. Good evening. Good evening. I don't know if... Yes, indeed, sir. You are expected, Colonel. May I take your coat? It is Colonel Mustard, isn't it? No, that's not my name. My name is Colonel... But tonight you may well feel obliged to my employer for the use of an alias. And who are you, sir? I'm Wadsworth, sir, the butler. 
The man walked with Wadsworth to the library is indeed a colonel, but he's also a complete a-hole for killing me, uh, allegedly. Yvette, will you attend to the colonel and give him anything he requires? Within reason, that is. Uh, Wadsworth, I was... I wonder who is here now. Do come in, madam. You are expected. Do you know who I am? Only that you are to be known as Mrs. White. Yes, it said so in the letter. But why... Here, let me take your coat. Thank you. I wanted to ask... Did I step in something? Hey, where did you go? The lady went into the library and dressed in all black like she's heading towards a funeral is Mrs. White. A funny name because there's nothing remotely innocent about that woman. Ah, may I introduce you? Mrs. White, this is Yvette, the maid, and Colonel Mustard. The two women reacted with disgust to each other. Very interesting. I just thought they only had a hatred for just me, but this is something quite unexpected. I see you know each other. Hello. Hello. Let's move away from the house for a moment and onto a road where a very beautiful woman is standing by her broken down car. This is Mrs. Scarlett, a very beautiful woman who is a proud owner of an establishment for one of the oldest professions. In the distance, she can see uh, headlights a short way away. As the car nears, she bends over the engine and lifts a leg. The car stops. Want a lift? Yes, please. Visit Professor Plum. And while they are smart and brilliant, they're also kind of a major pervert, which means they are in my super cool book. Thanks. I'm late for a dinner date. Me too. Where are you going? Let's see. Hill House, off Route 41. Wait a minute. Let me look at that paper. That's where I'm going. I got a letter like this. We don't need to stay here with these two. Their conversation is quite dull. Let's head back to the house where Mr. Peacock has arrived. And this is Mr. Peacock. How do you do? Hello. Yvette, will you go and check that dinner? We'll be ready as soon as all the guests have arrived. You can't really see what I see, but the look of disgust Mr. Peacock gives a vet was very interesting. It, is this the right address to meet Mr. Body? Oh, you must be Mr. Green. Y yes? Sit! Okay, I'll sit. No, not you, sir. This is Mr. Green, my timid task accountant who now works for the government. He sheepishly stands up. He walks into the house. Let's see what mischief our pals Plum and Starlet are up to. It should be just off there. That must be it. Why is the car stopped? It's frightened. Actually, I'm gonna do one thing here, Bear. Do that one line again, but like, you actually are scared. Okay. Uh, 
It's frightened. Okay. Professor Plum and Miss Starlet make their way to the entrance of Hill House. The clown Plum was more of a pervert than a professor. I can clearly see them putting their hands on Miss Starlet's ass, but acting like it was a mistake. Professor Plum and Miss Scarlet, I didn't realize you were acquainted. We weren't. May I present Professor Plum and Miss Scarlet? Of course, since you've each been addressed by a pseudonym, you'll have realized that nobody here is being addressed by their real name. Green is a bit jumpy. Green is a bit jumpy and spills his whole drink on Mr. Peacock. Ah, dinner. I'm sorry, I'm a little accident prone. <laughs> the guests make their way to the dining room, which is elegant and similar decor to the hall, but it is somewhat more comfortable. However, the room is quite small Everyone enters and begins taking their seats. You'll find your names beside your places. Please be seated. Oh, is this place for you? Oh, indeed, no, sir. It's merely a humble butler. Try, try, try that line again. <clears throat> okay. Oh, indeed. No, sir. I'm merely a humble butler. And what exactly do you do? I buttle, sir. Which means what? The butler is the head of the kitchen and the dining room. I keep everything tidy. That's all. Wait a minute. So... Well, what's all this about, butler? This dinner party? Ours is not to reason why, ours is but to do and die. Die? Merely quoting, sir, from Alfred Lord Tennyson. Hmm. I prefer Kipling myself. The female of the species is more deadlier than the male. You like Kipling, Miss Starlet? Sure. I'll eat anything. A vet enters, carrying a tray. Sharks, effing soup, madam. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was not fucking prepared for that. No, it's shark skin soup. The Hadians. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sharks effing soup we're eating over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, I, I will do that again. <laughs> and this is why an hour and a half is improbable. <clears throat> okay. Sharks fin soup, madam. So, is this for our host? No, sir. For the seventh guest, Mr. Body. I thought Mr. Body was our host. Yeah. So, who is our host, Mr. Wadsworth? Hmm. <laughs> well, I want to start while it's still hot. 
Oh, now, shouldn't we wait for the other guest? I will keep something warm for him. What did you have in mind, dear? Yes, uh, everybody just starts slurping. God, look at them slurping away at their soup. Disgusting. I, I can't even watch this anymore. Well, someone's got to break the ice, and it might as well be me. I mean, I'm used to being a host. It's part of my my wife's work, and it's always difficult when a group of new friends meet together for the first time to get acquainted, so I'm perfectly prepared to start the ball rolling. I mean, I have no absolutely no idea what we're doing here, or what I'm doing here, or what this place is about, but I am determined to enjoy myself, and I'm very intrigued, and oh my, this soup's delicious, isn't it? You say you're used to being a host as part of your wife's work? Oh, yes. It's an integral part of your life when you're a partner of a... Uh, oh, then I s forgot we're sub not supposed to say who we really are, though. Heavens to Betsy, I don't know why. Don't you? I know who you are. Aren't you gonna tell us? How do you know who I am? I work in Washington, too. Oh, so you're a politician's husband? Oh, sorry, I read life. <laughs> oh, so you're a politician's husband? Yes, I am. Oh, come on then, who's your partner? Suddenly, Wadsworth opens the door from the kitchen. So, what does your husband do? Nothing. Nothing? Well, he just lies around on his back all day. Sounds like hard work to me. Mr. Green, jumpy as ever, spills his drink again, this time on the Scarlet. Um, sorry, I'm afraid I'm a little accident prone. Here, let me help you dry those. Ah! Watch it! Excuse-moi, dinner is now ready. The cook has made a glorious dish we hope you like. It was made... Thank you, Yvette. That will be all. Please go check on the billiard room and the study. Yvette leaves, and as much as I would rather follow her, we are stuck with these assholes who won them for sure. Kill me. Hmm. This is one of my favorite recipes. I know, sir. So... What do you do in Washington, D.C., Mr. Green? Come on. What do you do? I mean, how are we supposed to get acquainted if we don't say anything about ourselves? Perhaps he doesn't want to get acquainted with you. Well, I'm sure I don't know, but if I was trying to keep the conversation going, then we would just be sitting here in embarrassed silence. Are you afraid of silence, Mr. Peacock? Yes. What? No. No? Why? Well, it just seems to me that you seem to suffer from what we call pressure of speech. We? Who's we? Are you a shrink? I do know a little bit about psychological medicine, yes. Are you a doctor? I am, but I don't practice. Practice makes perfect. <laughs> I think most men need a, need a little practice, don't you, Mr. Peacock? I, 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 I'm not. A and what do you do, Professor? I work for UNO, the United Nations Organization. Another politician. Jesus! 
No, I work for a branch of UNO. H. <laughs> Who? No, I work for a branch of UNO. WHO. Who? Sorry, it threw me off that UNO is not. It's a tongue twister. <laughs> it is. No, I work for a branch of UNO. Who? The World Health Organization. Well, what is your area of special concern? Family planning. What about you, Colonel? Are you a real Colonel? I am. You're not going to mention the coincidence that you also live in Washington, D.C.? How do you know that? Have we met before? I've certainly seen you before, although you may not have seen me. So, Miss Scarlet, does that mean you live in Washington, too? Sure do. Does anyone here not live in Washington, D.C.? I don't. Yes, but you work for the United Nations. That's a government job, and the rest of us all live in a government town. Anyone here not earning their living from the government in one way or another? Wadsworth, where's our host, and why have we been brought here? I'll be right back. Oh, goody! This is where I come into the story. Ah, good evening. You are eagerly awaited. You locking me in? I'll take the key. Over my dead body, sir. May I take a bag? No. I'll leave it here until I need it. It contains evidence, I presume? So that wraps up our latest episode of Cinema Recall. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, now, this is a part of the show where I do give our shout-outs to our amazing Patreon members. And I do want to let you all know that we did lower our price of our Patreon membership. Now, we originally had a $5 and a $10, and we're still going to have those up there. So if you want to continue to support us at those rates, greatly appreciate it. Uh, we do have a slightly lower tier as well. We have our $3 plan, and the benefit of the $3 plan is that you'll still get bonus episodes, and you'll get um, alternate versions of episodes, and you'll get early access to shows, We'll still give you a shout-out on each of our programs for being a Patreon member. Now, for $5 membership, if you want to get the $5 membership, here's the cool thing. Uh, you can choose any movie you want us to review, and we will review it. We will both watch it, uh, not maybe together, but we will watch the movie, and we will talk about it. We will give you a shout-out. So all you got to do is just send us comments in the Patreon. I do read those messages every once in a while, and I promise we will get to your feature, all right? Uh, so please do that. And then for $10 members, $10 members, here's the cool thing. You get a chance to be on our show, and you can talk about anything you want to talk about, just anything, uh, within reason, all right? I hope it's got to be something in the entertainment thing, so it's, it can be like a book, it could be a movie, it could be a TV show, it could be a record album that you really want to hear. Uh, yeah, anything like that. So, patreon.com slash pod. And here is, here is our shoutouts to all of these amazing people. I love you all very much. So, in no special order, I'm going to thank Mr. Jason Soto from Rabbit Hole Podcast. Thank you very much, Jason. 
I want to thank Matt and Ashley from Mashley at the Movies. Thank you so very much. I got to thank Linda Castro from Bed Knobs and Broomfoot. Thank you very much, Linda. I got to thank Donnie Roberts, who writes the Deep Sea Anthologies, formerly of Cage's Kiss. Thank you very much. I got to thank, um, sorry, Jen McQuaid from Shot and Applaud. Thank you very much. Um, and then I got to thank Harvey Andrus, uh, who wrote, stuff. <laughs> Harvey did anything, but he's part of our band, the uh, Deep Sea and Anthologies. And then uh, I got to thank, no wait, Harvey, Harvey and I are the Deep Sea Anthologies. That's Donnie. My mind's been screwed here, but Harvey is part of the band, your ex-girlfriend, that Ashley and I are in. See, without our co-host here, I'm just stumbling people. So I apologize very much, Harvey. Please do not lose your Patreon membership. Love you very much. Uh, Harvey Andrews, formerly of our band, your ex-girlfriend. <laughs> All right. And then lastly, Jeanette uh, Miller uh, from AKA Jeanette. Uh, thank you very much uh, for being all of you. Everyone here has been amazing people, wonderful cats. Love them dearly. And that is all I have to say right now. Um, again, hope you all have a great night. And we, Ashley and I, should be back next week. Um, I do know you can hear me on a few other podcasts. I should be on an episode of the Lambcast talking about uh, some very cool games that we invented for that. And then I'll be on an episode of a Film Effect podcast to talk about the movie Fright Night. That'll be cool. And then we're putting together some cool uh, other episodes. We're gonna try to work with the guys from Film Rage and um, Soundtrack Your Life and talking about talking heads not making sense. And then trying to work with the folks from Collateral Cinema and Film Effect to talk about, um, what is it now? Uh, the Halloween franchise, and there'll be some other cool bonus episodes on their way, so thank you all very much, and I will talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. This podcast is a proud member of the Lamb Podcasting Network. Find the network at largeassmovieblogs.com.